Welcome to the First Apostolic Church Podcast. Our church mission is to love as God loves, showing compassion to every soul, thus winning those souls and equipping them to be sent out to plant and to harvest. Thank you for joining us today, and we hope that you are blessed by today's podcast. Give it to the Lord. Come on, it's all about Him. Not about me, not about you. It's about Him and His kingdom. Hallelujah, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. The Lord is wonderful. Man, well, I'm telling you this. I got stirred up today and... and uh, I talked to Brother Mikey this afternoon, and I got him stirred up too. So uh, he's helping me preach tonight, whether you all know it or not. He's, he's helping me. Yeah, he's already helped me. Glory. Man, hallelujah. I, I was trying to just kind of, you know, kind of just let this go, that this is just me, and the Lord just kind of, kicked me in the duff and said, get it done. It's not that he hadn't been dealing with me for a while on this, really. And uh, I just feel like tonight's the right night and our church is the right church. Man, I feel like the Lord's going to speak to us. In fact, I know he's going to speak to us tonight without a shadow of a doubt. I'm going to turn to Psalms chapter number 30 in your hearing. And uh, hallelujah. I, I, I don't know. I'm going to preach. May, I may preach a little bit. I may teach a little bit. I may preach in between. But I want to obey the Lord. I want to obey the Lord. I want to somehow encourage you all, but not only encourage you, but I want to stir up your mind. Because this goes a lot farther than I'd even studied, I'm telling you. Psalms 30, starting at verse number 1. In thee, O Lord, do I put my trust. Well, excuse me here, I got the wrong one. Let's go up to 30. I guess I could read all the way down through 30. I extol thee, O Lord, for thou hast lifted me up. And hast not made my foes to rejoice over me. O Lord my God, I cried unto thee, and thou hast healed me. O Lord, thou hast brought up my soul from the grave. Thou hast kept me alive, that I should not go down to the pit. Sing unto the Lord, O ye saints of his. And give thanks at the remembrance of his holiness. For his anger endureth but a moment. In his favor is life. Weeping may endure for a night. But everybody said joy cometh in the morning. Hallelujah. Father, I thank you for your blessings. I thank you for your word, Lord. I'm standing in your presence, Lord. God, knowing you've spoken to my heart. 
Lord, I want to pour my heart out to this church tonight. I want to strengthen them through the word and encourage them, God. Put a stir in this place tonight, God. I feel like it's needed in this day and hour, God. Speak through me, Lord Jesus. I'm nothing, God. The words will only be words without your anointing, Lord. But I'm dependent upon you. You have never failed me. And I thank you for it right now in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. You can be seated. I want to simply speak on the subject, joy. Everybody said joy. How many have been through some dark days lately? Hallelujah. One can endure sorrow alone, but it takes two to be glad. Happiness is a feeling, but joy is an attitude. In fact, our joy is bound up in God's favor. It's bound up in God's favor. Sorrow is temporary. But joy is a morning without clouds. Glory. Hallelujah. Joy is a delight of the mind arising from the consideration of a present or assured. Everybody said assured. Possession of a future good. How many wants a future good? When moderate, it is called gladness. Raised to its highest degree, it is exaltation. And when the desires are limited by possessions, it is contentment. This is where we learn, need to learn to be, is content. High desires accomplished bring satisfaction. Vanquished opposition we call triumph. And when joy is so possessed the mind that it is settled into your temperament, we call it cheerfulness. This is natural joy. This is joy that flows. Real joy flows from the Lord whose joy it is. It's not mine, it's his. Man, Nehemiah 8 and 10 said, Then said unto them, then he said unto them, Go your way, eat the fat, drink the sweet, send portions unto them for whom nothing is prepared, for this day is holy unto our Lord. Neither be ye sorry, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. In other words, if I can say it this way, the Lord's joy is your strength. What belongs to him belongs to you. And he has passed that down to the church. I want to read one more scripture here before... We get into this good. I want to go to Isaiah chapter number 12. And I'm just going to read the whole chapter. Isaiah 12, verse number 1. In that day thou shalt say, O Lord, I will praise thee. Though thou wast angry with me, thine anger is turned away. And thou comfortest me. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. 
For the Lord Jehovah is my strength and my song. He also has become my salvation. Therefore, with joy shall you draw water out of the wells of salvation. And in that day shall you say, Praise the Lord. Call upon His name. Declare His doings among the people. Make mention that His name is exalted. Sing it to the Lord. For He hath done excellent things. This known in all the earth. Cry out and shout. Thou inhabitant of Zion. For great is the Holy One of Israel. In the midst of thee. Amen. Everybody said amen. amen. Hallelujah. With joy shall you draw water out of the wells of salvation. Hallelujah. If we look at the scriptures that we have read, David seems to be in a, in a distress. And it is a psalm of David that he is calling on the Lord to lift him up. Amen. And then he goes to verse 5 and he says these words that for his anger endureth but a moment. It sounds like the Lord was mad at him. You ever had God mad at you? Aren't you glad it don't last long? In his favor is life. I'm going to tell you, his, my life, Amen. In his favor is life. He wants me to live. If he hadn't wanted me to live back March the 18th, he could have took me out of here. But it was his favor, come on, for me to live. And weeping may endure for a night, but joy, everybody said joy, cometh in the morning. There is something about, I began to study these two scriptures and there was something that began to well up in me. Today as I was sitting in my office and I began to think there's more. In fact, I'm going to tell you, I've been awake a few nights, just kind of wake up in the middle of the night and this thing had come on me again and, and I'd start thinking about it again and I'd start thinking about joy again and I'd get all built up again in the joy. Can I get that straight? I guess I can. Amen. Praise the Lord. But he said, the joy of the Lord is your strength. And I began to study that word out, joy, and I got excited because it went further than I thought it did. With joy, with joy shall you draw water out of the wells of salvation. That meaning means that there is not only just joy. You've heard everybody said, well, I just feel so joyful. So, well, what do you mean by that? Well, I just feel such a peace. Well, I'm going to tell you, the kind of joy I'm going to talk to you about tonight don't have nothing to do. Yeah, it does have to do with but a peace, but you're going to do something about the peace that's inside. Because this joy goes beyond that. In fact, lazy and slothful people can be used, cannot be used to excite one or another in praise if, they're, if they won't praise God theirself. Come on. Don't ask somebody to get excited and praise the Lord if you can't do it yourself. Well, you need to praise God. Well, have you done it yet? Come on. I'm talking about joy that's got an action with it. 
Come on. It's not the kind of joy that you can set on and feel peaceful about. But David was excited about it because the Lord was mad at me. But now he's not. I don't know about you, but that makes me happy. I, that makes me jumping happy. Come on. Hallelujah. If the Lord is not mad at me more anymore, then I want to jump and I want to shout. Hallelujah. This joy that I'm talking about is real tonight. Hallelujah. It is so real that you cannot hold it back, but you got to do something with it. With joy shall you draw waters out of the well of salvation. Okay? We're just, hey, this is Jesus. He's the well, right? He, he is the... I could stop there and, and, and start preaching about the well setting on the well. Hallelujah. I'm going to draw something. I've got joy is down in here, and I'm going to draw it up. Come on. With joy is my bucket, and I can draw out of the wells of salvation. Are you hearing me? Oh, glory, aren't you glad that uh, this thing never runs out? You can, you can dump it out and you can let it go down again. And you can and you can crank it again and you can get you another bucket full of joy. Come on. Joy is something that will not run out. It's the Lord's joy. Come on. You gotta think about it. If that's the well, honey, you're not gonna well, run the well dry because Jesus will never run dry. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Joy is a delight in life that runs deeper than pain or pleasure. From a biblical prince perspective, it is not limited by your, by nor tied solely to external circumstances. Joy is a gift of God. And like all of the other gifts, it can be experienced even in the midst of extreme difficulties. Joy has everything to do with your relationship with God. Hallelujah. I'm going to tell you something. If you've got a relationship with Jesus, then I'm going to tell you, you're going to be at the well. Amen. You found these ladies, they go to the well. Come on. I'd go to the well to get them some water. Amen. Praise the Lord. I'm going to tell you something. We need the well today. We need to go get water. I'm telling you, this is where we get our water. Come on. Hallelujah. We, we look at this building, and I thought today, and I was in here praying, and I thought, you know, this is a great building. It's beautiful. We've had people to come through here and say, oh, you guys got such a great building. But I want to tell you something. I just got to wondering, is there a well in it? Is there a well in this building? It don't matter how good it looks. It don't, it don't matter how pretty it is. I wonder if there's a well set in the midst of it. I wonder if there's something up here that you can get a drink. I wonder if, it, if, it, if you just kind of run out over the week uh, that if you could come back and get you another drink. I wonder if there'd be some more to drink. Come on, church. We need to have something here when people comes in from the outside that they can come to the well and get them a drink. Come on. This, oh, yes. Come on, we need the well. 
We need joy. We need the bucket to draw with. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. I've seen people that's really thirsty. You have too. You've seen them. Man, I'm going to tell you, when they get real thirsty, there's nothing that will do you like water. When you get real thirsty. I know there's some of you Pepsi-aholics here that you think it, it, it does it good of the morning. You know, and there's some of you Mountain Dew-aholics too. Might as well get y'all, you know. Hallelujah. And, 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 you know, you think, well, that'll do it. But I'm going to tell you, it won't do it. There's nothing like a drink at the fountain. There's nothing like water. David had fought long and hard till he was about run out. And he saw it said, oh, if I could have a drink of the water at Bethlehem. If I could just drink it, amen. And some of his men heard him and they went and got him a drink and brought it back. And David began to look at that water and it looked so refreshing. Come on, church. It looked so refreshing that he really wanted to drink it. But he thought, you know what? Men sacrificed could have lost their life to get this drink for me. And he said, I'm not worthy to drink this. I'm going to pour it out before the Lord. I wish to God that somebody would come into the house of God and they would get them a drink at the well and pour it out for somebody else. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Woo, glory. Hallelujah. I want it for somebody else. Come on. Too many times it's me, 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 Lord. I need this. I need that. I wonder what it'd be like if we just come in and stand in for somebody else. Uh, it even hit me the other night, Sister Brenda, again, uh, when Jenny had come down here on a Wednesday night to get prayer. Amen. For Sister Brenda. And all at once in the midst of that, when she was standing in for somebody else, God poured a Holy Ghost out on her. I'm telling you, church, we might receive our healing if we stand in for somebody else. Uh, if we get something in our heart that said, I want somebody else to receive it. Hallelujah. I've put it back in my mind. And every now and then I got to bring it forward. But I'm going to tell you something. I've just decided in myself, Brother Mason, hallelujah. I am glad to be a blessing to somebody. Hallelujah. I'm going to tell you what, church. What, what we all to need to do as a church, we need to get in the place that we can pour out. We need to get the place that we can pour out. Come on. Hallelujah. Come on. I need to get in a place that I got some extra. Come on, church. Hallelujah. I want to be the place that I can pour out. I've said it this way, and I'll probably say it again and again and again. What I want to do, I've decided in my life. What I want to do as a Christian, what I want to do as a minister, is I just want to happen to somebody. Come on. I want them to feel what I feel. Come on. I want them to step in my shoes a while and feel this anointing that I feel. Come on. I want them to feel how I feel. Come Oh, yeah, come on. I'm glad that I can feel the Holy Ghost. I know that it's real. Come on. Hallelujah. Oh, glory. Oh, Bishop, don't get too excited now. Come on, it's, it's only been seven months. Oh, but I'm going to tell you something. 
there's something inside me that overrides. Come on. Even when I feel bad, I can come in here and I can feel good. You know why? The joy of the Lord is my strength. <laughs> this is not ordinary. There's something on the inside that wants to move, that wants to jump, that wants to spin. <laughs> There's something in me moving. Hallelujah. Lord, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Joy is that delight in life that runs deeper than pain or pleasure. Oh, I'm glad it does. Hallelujah. I remember Daddy. He had this cane. I could have brought it out here. And this cane. That he would use had a great big old cancer on his leg about right here that's about as big as an orange and he'd come in on that cane I'm going to tell you what when the Holy Ghost hit when the joy of the Lord began to fall daddy's cane went haywire and he just laid it down and he shouted the glory down I will never forget. Sister Rhonda, I'll never forget. Daddy came home from the hospital after he'd had that cancer taken off. I will not forget it as long as I live. He took that cane, Brother McGee, and he hung it up on the nail. And he said, I ain't going to need you no more. He never did pick that cane. He left this earth without that cane. They were scared to death. I just started a brand new job. There was no way I was going to get off. Yet, when I said to my boss that morning where my daddy was, and I'd sure like to be there because he was having surgery and he could lose his leg, he called the plant manager. He said, I got a boy down here that he comes to work, and he's always here, and he's a worker. And he said, I'm going to tell you, he, he's been faithful, and I... I just feel like we ought to just let this young man go and, and be with his daddy. He said, go on home, son. It'll be all right. We'll take care of this end. Oh, Lord. And I went to be with daddy. I'm going to tell you, dad, God brought dad through that surgery. Hallelujah. Many years, though, he carried that cancer around. But not one time do I ever remember, Brother Terry, of that cancer keeping daddy from worship. I'm going to tell you it had to hurt when it's as big as an orange sticking out here on your leg. It's bound to hurt. But I don't remember Daddy hollering about the, the cancer. <laughs> but I'm going to say he was sure hollering about the Spirit of God, the joy of the Lord. He talked about, you know what? His joy went on past. Amen, where the pain was. Come on, church. We need to get in the place. Hallelujah. That joy goes on past what we feel like and it gets on the inside and began to manifest itself outwardly. Well, we'll get there. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
This kind of joy is not tied to circumstances. Glory. Hallelujah. It can be experienced even in the midst of difficult times. Hallelujah. It's all according to your relationship with God. How much joy you want. Well, honey, you can have all you want if you've got a connection. Come on. We need a relationship. We're living in a church today that needs a relationship. Hey, it's been over. We're starting on the 51 years now, but I'm going to tell you, if I would tell my wife that, dear, I love you, but I'm going to be gone for about three months, she'd probably look at me and say, you're what? Come on. Hallelujah. Hey, we just took these vows all over again. You remember? You're going to love me? Come on, you're going to cherish me? You're going to take care of me? And now you're going to run off and leave me for three months? And y'all sitting there laughing, but sometimes we almost do the Lord like that. Say, hey, God, I'll see you next Wednesday night. I'll be gone a week and a half. Hey, I'm not saying nothing wrong with, you know, you need to get away. I know you need to have a little time, you know, to spend with God, to spend with your family. I know you need to do that. But I'm going to tell you, you don't need to take a sabbatical plumb away from the church. Come on. You need to get back to the well and get you a drink. Come on. Hallelujah. Well, just suppose while you're on vacation, somebody needs you to witness to them. Have you got enough water to be able to carry this joy and pour some on them? Have you got enough to last you? Glory. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Joy is presented as a constant mark of the Christian and the church in both the Old and the New Testament. It is a quality of life and is not simply a fleeting moment. Come on. It is a way of life. Somebody always said a way of life. It's grounded in God and it flows from Him. It's His joy. Hallelujah. I said it's His joy, but it flows from Him. I want to tell you something. If you've got it enough built up in you, it'll flow from you. Come on. I said if you've got enough joy, it'll flow through you. Hallelujah. If you want, there used to be that old song, if you want joy, you've got to leap for it. Come on. Hallelujah. If you've got joy, you've got to jump for it. Hallelujah. Oh, the joy of the Lord is my strength. I will never forget back in tri-state camp days in the early part when we were in, uh, in Santa Claus, Indiana. I don't remember his name now. From Bloomington, amen. Hallelujah. Ball-headed minister, and he got up there. He began to sing that night, the joy of the Lord is our strength. And he told everybody, he said, what I want you to do. He said, I want you to get involved in this, and this is where we need to be, church. He said, I want you to start singing that song. And said, every time it sings, says, if you want to jump, said, I want you to jump for joy. He said, whatever it says, that's what I want you to do. Hallelujah. He said, I, I don't care if you feel it or if you don't. I want you to do it. Hallelujah. 
He said, because I got the feeling about the third time that some of you is going to start feeling the joy. You know what? If we would exercise joy, we would feel joy. If we wouldn't be so down in the mouth, we could have joy. Come on. Hallelujah. Oh, I believe it was pastor maybe a while back to not let our affliction, not let our sickness identify us. Brother Mason, don't want that to identify me and tell who I am. Come on. I, I don't want to be known as a complainer. Come on. I don't want to be known as one that's sick all the time. Come on. I don't want to be known as one that, that if I've got a little headache, everybody knows it. Come on. I, I don't want to be that one. Come on. But what I want to be is that so filled with joy that I just can't, uh, I can't seem to hold it back. I've got, come on. If you get this thing inside of you and you get filled up with it, pretty soon it'll spill on somebody next to you, somebody else will receive joy just like you got joy. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Brother Terry, I remember the days when we always used to spill on each other all the time. Hallelujah. You know what you've done? If you come in and you wasn't feeling quite right, what you've done is you got close to a person that was feeling it that night. Come on. That person that was dancing and jumping, you got over there right next to them pretty soon, that joy pop off on you. Come on, church. Hallelujah. I'm talking about a joy that you cannot keep still because it is inside. Come on. It's a flowing water. Come on. It's a well of water that's springing up. It's everlasting. Come on. This thing is real. Hallelujah. Psalm 16, verse 11 says, Thou wilt shew me the path of life. In thy presence is fullness. Everybody said fullness. Fullness of joy. At thy right hand there are pleasures forevermore. It's joy that removes problems. Come on. I said it's joy that removes problems. It takes them out of the way. After a while, you begin to not feel it any longer. It's gone. Come on. Hallelujah. I found at times when I was ministering that I was feeling bad. And I, I remember during those times of ministering that a lot of times that whatever I come to church with left while I was ministering the Word of God. You know why? When your joy becomes full, Hallelujah. There's something on the inside that takes over and starts a healing in your body. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Joy is not an isolated or an occasional consequence of faith, but rather an integral part of one's whole relationship to God. The fullness of joy comes when there is a deep sense of the presence of God in one's life. Come on. It's when you feel God. It's when you really feel something that's just building up inside of you. Come on. Anybody ever felt that? You did the day when you got the Holy Ghost. It kept building up till finally something come out of that mouth. You didn't understand it, but I'm going to tell you, God did. Hallelujah. 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 From that awareness flows the strong desire to share what one is experiencing with others. 
It's too good to keep to yourself. You can't keep it to yourself. It's joy. It's, it's overflowing joy. It's not just peace. But it's an eruption of God on the inside of you that said, I can't stay here. If you're going to keep me, you're going to have to let me out. Come on. If we're, if we're going to have joy in this church, it's going to have to spread to the outside of this church. Come on. Joy is going to fill this church up. But I'm going to tell you, it's going to take us to spread it to the outside. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. The interpreter's dictionary of the Bible says joy is most frequently shown by the sound, listen to this, of singing, shouting, noise, uproar, a loud voice, singing praise or by playing a musical instrument or emotions, dancing, clapping, leaping, or stamping your feet. This is the kind of joy I'm talking about. It's not just a peace inside, but it's an eruption inside that gives you a great feeling. I've always told somebody, you know, I'm going to tell you, if, if, you're, if, you're, if you're hung out on drugs, what you need is a good old dose of the Holy Ghost. It'll take you to a brand new high that you've never been before. You'll feel something you've never felt before. I was talking to a young man in our trailer court. He's got a problem. Can't let loose of it. His wife began to talk to me about it. Ask us to pray. Ask the church to pray. And we prayed. God brought him out of the hospital where he overdosed. I'm going to tell you, he can't keep you out of there unless you've got some power. I know, they, you know they've got all kinds of these things that they... They'll send you off and they'll dry you out, but you ain't going to stay dried out unless you've got the Holy Ghost inside. So he got out and she, had, she was sitting one morning on her porch and I could tell she was down. I said, dear, are you all right this morning? First thing she do, come off that seat and come over and begin to talk to me about it again. And I, and I, just, I just leveled with her. Just, I said, yeah, I'm just going to level with you real good. You want me to tell you what your husband needs? He needs a good old dose of the Holy Ghost. I won't say nothing about where they go to church. It doesn't matter. She said, yeah, but you see, when it comes time for an altar call, he's ready to go home. So he's never going to receive it like that. It's not going to happen. You're not going to get your help by sitting on your seat thinking I can do this on my own. Honey, you're not strong enough. Come on. You cannot overcome drugs, but I'm going to tell you about something that can. It's called the joy of the Lord. And when you get the Holy Ghost, you get a dose of that. <laughs> I said you get a dose of that when you get the Holy Ghost. The Bible said there's power in it. I'm going to tell you on the day of Pentecost when Peter and that 120, 3,120 received the Holy Ghost, they received power. Hallelujah. 
the power. When Jesus ascended, he sent them back a spirit. Come on. Do you understand what I'm saying? Brother Aldrich said everything that he had, we got, and we do. We got the power and the anointing of the Holy Ghost. That's Christ in you, the hope of glory. Come on. If I've got Christ in me, then I've got power and authority that I never had before. I've got joy that I never had before. And when we get the power of God, we've got power in us that we can do things we could have never done before. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Psalms 30 and 5. I'm going to go there. For his anger endureth but a moment. In his favor is life. In his favor is life. Weeping may endure for a night. But joy cometh in the morning. David said there's going to be bad times. There's going to be sad times. There's going to be time that the devil's going to pour everything he can out on you. Come on. He's going to pour disease. He's going to pour sickness. He's going to pour it all out. But in the midst of that, help me, Lord, not to run out of joy. Because I'm going to tell you, if I can just get me another good old dose of joy. Come on. Daddy used to always tell me, and I think he's right. When I was a little boy growing up, Brother Cook, my daddy, he'd keep the old guitar hanging on the wall and and he'd always say, son, when you get sick, pull that guitar down and start singing. And what dad is telling me, he said, son, if you get that guitar down and start singing, the joy of the Lord will build up in you. And pretty soon, whatever's in there is going to have to come out because the joy is overflowing. Come on. The sickness that's in me, come on. This thing that's bothering me, come on. Oh, Bishop, you still have problems? Yes, sir, I've still got some problems. Yes, sir, I sure do. I still got them. But I'm praying, I'm seeking God. And I'm not going to let it take away my joy. Come on. Oh, yeah, there's times I'd like to stay home. Yes, sir. But I'm going to tell you something. I need to come back because I need another bucket full. Come on. I'm hooked to the source, but I need in a place where, you, you know, you say you could lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. But I'm going to tell you, sometimes I feel like we need to get each other's hand and say, come on up, you need a drink. Maybe I'll just show you. I can, I can pour that down. Just open your mouth. Come on, I, I'll let you have some of this. You need some joy. The only way you're going to get it is you've you got to get up where the joy is. Come on. I want in his presence. I want to find his seat. I always, I always pray when I come into this place, Lord, I want to find your seat. I want to find where your dwelling place is because that's what I want to gather around. Wherever your presence is, whatever you're going to do in this service, Lord, I want to be a part of that. 
And if I have to move around to find out where it's at, I'm going to move around a little bit. Sit on your seat all you want to. Pull your cheeks down all you want to. You can frown and do all that stuff, but I'm going to tell you, while you're frowning because you're sitting there not feeling it, I'm going to find out where it's at. I'm going to tell you where it is. It's when you're jumping. It's when you're praising God. It's when your joy is overflowing and you can't keep it inside. It's when you're helping somebody else jump. That's right. That's right, buddy. That's right. Woo! Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes, sir. Amen. Bible said out of babes and sucklings it'll come forth. You know, adults may not praise God, but children's going to. If you don't praise him, the rocks is going to cry out. Come on, you better get full of joy. You need something on the inside that'll overflow. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Well, I'm trying, y'all. Hallelujah. Now, I'm going to tell you, I looked today, and it was easy to find 25, 30 places, that the joy that I'm talking about. In the Hebrew and the Greek, 25, 30 of them. You know what it meant? To spin around with intense motion. In other words, It wasn't one of these. It was spinning. Come on. With intense motion. Whatever your hand finds to do, do it with your mind. I don't believe that means just your hand. Whatever you find to do do in the house of God, you need to do it with your might. And, I, and I've got my doubts that every time we come into this service, we do things and do it with all of our might. Some football team the other night on TV, they had won, just won, I don't know, going to the finals or something. I, I can't tell you who it was. But I'm going to tell you. They, they were shouting, I mean, they were clapping, they were dan- doing their little dances, and I mean, they act like a bunch of nuts, and they say we're crazy. At least when I'm jumping, I feel something. It's not because somebody carried a bag of air to the other end. Got some people in our church that carries the bag from here on the outside and spreads all that junk, you know, the air. It's nothing but air. We got to watch it, church. Come on. I got to get the right thing. I got to spread the right thing. I want to spread joy. Let it not be gossip. Let it be joy. Come on. Come on. If we get full of this, there won't be any room for anything else. Come on. There won't be any room for my complaining. Come on. Because I feel joy that's bubbling up. <laughs> that old song, it's bubbling, it's bubbling, it's bubbling in my soul. It's shouting. Oh, yeah, come on. Since Jesus made me whole, some folks don't understand it. But I can't keep it quiet. It's bubbling, bubbling, bubbling. It's bubbling day and night. 
I know it's too old for you, isn't it? It'd be good if it'd get a hold of you and you'd bubble a little bit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's not just an inner peace. It's an outer manifestation of what's on the inside. It's called joy. Glory. See, happiness is caused by things that happen around me. It's happenings affect hap- happiness. And circumstances will mar it. They'll quieten your happiness. You won't be happy very long. But joy flows right on through trouble. It flows on through the darkness. Come on. Joy flows in the night as well in the day. Come on. Joy flows right through persecution and opposition. It is an unceasing fountain that's bubbling in my heart. A secret spring the world cannot see and doesn't know nothing about. The Lord gives his people perpetual joy when they walk in obedience and a relationship with him. And you're only going to get joy if you've got a relationship. And if you're, um, I know I'm about And if your joy is getting weak, then your relationship is getting weak. If your joy is weak, Maybe you're not getting to church like you ought to. Maybe you're not praying like you ought to. Maybe you're not picking up the word of God and getting a drink of it. Come on. You do without a word of God a while, and that'll do it. Come on. Any, I can remember back, almost anybody that come through my office that was having problems was had problems in those three areas. You, you can see them. You can see it start dwindling. They quit worshiping. Maybe you need to get a little closer. Maybe it's been a while since you've been stirred up on the inside. Maybe it's, how long has it been since you prayed in the Holy Ghost? I like what Brother Anthony Megan talked about on the tape. Y'all remember listening to it? We was, Brother Anthony Megan, when we were headed to men's retreat. Hallelujah. He began to talk about the old man, you know, used to come to their house. And he said, uh, he said, if I would talk back to mama, said he would call me in there and he'd say, okay, Anthony, you kneel down here, boy. You kneel down here. And said, that old man would take his hands and he would put on me and he began to shake my head. He said, come on, Anthony, you speak in tongues. Come on, Anthony, you speak in tongues. It's been a while since you spoke in tongues. You need, you need a refreshing. Come on. You need a refilling of the Holy Ghost. I'm going to tell you, there are some people in apostolic churches that need a refilling of the Holy Ghost, and the only time they get filled again is when somebody else gets filled. Jesus. <laughs> 
Hallelujah. I don't know, but I worry a little bit if I haven't spoken tongues every day. If I ain't spoken tongues for a day or two, I'm about ready to head back to the well. You go back to the well. I need another drink. You can't do that water long. Come on. You can't do that very long. I'm going to tell you, you can't do that Spirit of God very long. You'll dry up, blow away. Come on. We need the Holy Ghost in this house. See, we, we, don't, need to, we don't need to just, you know, well, Sunday morning, Sunday night. That's our evangelistic service. Well, I'm pardon your, uh, I'm telling you, Wednesday night ought to be evangelistic too. Come on. Pastor preaches the word, ministers the word to us. I don't know about you, but every now and then I get, there's kind of an overflowing that I get a little of that. Come on, I, I, I pray God, I need the word. Give me a word tonight. The reason you haven't got a word is because you're not listening for it. Come on, it's a normal it's a normal Wednesday night. Nothing's supposed to happen on Wednesday night. We're supposed to sit there like a knot on the log. The pastor's supposed to just make us happy teaching us. There's not supposed to be any excitement. Yes, there is. When I come in the door, there's excitement. I'm in the house of God. This is the house of prayer. What do you do in the house of prayer? You worship, you pray, you spin, you dance, you worship. This is a house of clapping and dancing and spinning. If it isn't, I might as well go home. I don't fit in. Come on, church. Come on. We need to revive that thing in our church. Brother Mason, it's not been that many years ago. I can remember those years ago. Brother Terry, I can remember about the first, second song. Somebody's already running the aisles. What happened? You know what happened? We let our joy run out. There was nothing in there to build up any longer. It's just like having a purse with holes in it. After a while, you don't have no money. It's all run dry. Come on, church. Hallelujah. And you're not going to get it filled up on the outside of the church doors. Come on. I don't know about you, but whether you know it or not, you help me get my cup filled. I get my bucket of joy when you're rejoicing because I rejoice when you rejoice. When one rejoices, the Bible said all rejoice. If this is a family, we ought to rejoice. Just a couple of weeks ago, y'all helped us come in and you helped my cup get filled up again. I, you know, Sister, Sister McGee, I, I felt really joyful over my wife of 50 years. Almost felt, felt that same little spark did 50 years ago. That changed my life. And, and, and you know what made it better? It's because there was somebody here to celebrate. 
I'm, I'm going to get down where we live. If y'all get mad at me, you'll have to go home and pray, and then you may have to come back and ask me forgiveness. But the truth is, I haven't even seen near enough joy going on in here. I've not seen anybody sitting down and say, come on, Brother Pat, get with it. Come on, let's go. Let's go. Come on. Brother Pat gets, he comes in like that. Say, well, he's not really feeling that. No, but in a little bit he will. I wonder what would happen if you just joined him up here a day or two. I wonder what would happen if you joined him Sunday morning. Because I'm going to tell you, when you get up here in this uh, front court right across here, there's something that goes on and it happens. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Brother, Brother Mason, the youth, the, they're the one that brought this to pass. Said, come on, we, they, they started doing this on a, on, a, on a Friday night. And pretty soon we had youth up there all the way across there doing that. And the next thing you know, we had adults up there. Now there's nobody up there. I feel lonesome. Poor Brother Pat. Thank you, Brother Pat. A few of you are. Sister Sheila's not here tonight. She's always up here. Come on. Hallelujah. You know what? It might not be a bad time to just go and say, Hey, sister, you know, if you come up here and worship with me, I just got the feeling you'd get healed. You think joy can do that? He can do whatever he wants to. How many times have you heard somebody say, the Lord told me if I'd get up and run, he'd heal me, and they were healed instantly. Oh, you know what the Lord's saying? I just want to see some joy. <laughs> How do you see joy? You see a manifestation. It's not just that there little old feeling down inside that you feel so calm. No, it's because you... It's when you feel something and it goes from your head right down to your toe and you can't keep still. Oh. I was having me a little hollow in here this afternoon all myself. Wasn't nobody here, but I'm telling you what, there was something going on in here. Hallelujah. Well, I got to hurry up. I'm out of time. Hallelujah. In other words, weeping is passing through. But joy said, I'm going to build me a house. Come on. Weeping is passing through. It's going to stay overnight. It's an overnight guest, if you please. But joy said, I'm staying. I'm staying right here. Buddy, I'm going to be right here by the well. So when I need another drink, I can go, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, come on. I need a drink. Come on. There is too many people that's just passing through. They're just coming to see what they can feel. Get a little dose of the Holy Ghost. They don't want much of it. Just enough to take care of their problem. And they'll be back next month when they go through another problem. Oh, it's getting quiet. Well, believe me, that don't bother me. I can still preach. I 
I told Sister McGee, I preached to five people the other night like there was 150. And guess what? They were elders. Couldn't get them shut down. They started walking the floors. and Man, I done dismissed and they still singing. You know why? Because they was dry. It had been a while since they would felt the Spirit. The one said, Brother, we were so hungry for the Word of God. And we take for granted every time we walk through these doors the Spirit of God that's in here. I know. I'm going to take us back there. Come on, church. It's about time for us to get out of this stinking place that we're callous when the word of God is being preached, when the Lord is moving in this place. It's time for us to not to be callous. It's time to have some feeling. It's bad when somebody on the outside has to come in and tell us when the Lord is moving. God, help me not get callous. Help me not to get so unfeeling that I don't even know the presence of God anymore. Maybe, maybe you shouldn't ask me to preach, son. Oh, Jesus. I didn't tell him I was going to preach. He didn't ask me. Hallelujah. Happiness is caused by the happenings. And it mars us and it troubles us. And Hallelujah. It'll drag us down. It'll take you away from the supply. You'll get around the wrong supply and there'll be something feeding you that shouldn't be feeding you. You been there? You get around those people that's, they're not Christians. Now, if you're not careful, the things that they say, you start saying. You know, you say you are what you eat. Well, you are what you stay with, what you're around. Your friends is what you'll become. Oh, I'm about to close. We end like this. Smile costs you nothing, but it gives much. It enriches those who receive it without making poor those who give it. It takes a moment, but the memory of it sometimes lasts a lifetime. None is so rich or mighty that he can get along without it. A smile creates happiness in the home. It fosters goodwill in the business. And the countership of Friendship, it brings rest to the weary and cheer to the discouraged, sunshine to the sad, and it is nature's best antidote for trouble. Yet it cannot be bought, begged, borrowed, or stolen, for it is something that is of no value to anyone unless it's given away. Some people are too tired to give you a smile. Give them one of yours. As none needs a smile so much as one who has no more to give. I'm going to tell you, I need to tap into joy. I need to tap into joy. Some now, sometime between now 
on Sunday morning. I want us to tap into joy. If you haven't had a real good old-fashioned prayer time for a while, I encourage you to get alone with God and get you a... It's sometimes good just to get away from people and pray so you can talk to Him like you want to because sometimes we need to say some things to Him that nobody else needs to hear. I encourage you to have you an old-fashioned prayer meet between now and Sunday. And when we come in here Sunday... I want us to be hooked to the source. Mama used to always say, she'd, you'd hear her praying it. She'd be back in that little corner at that first church. She'd be back there in her own little corner praying, stomping that. She didn't knock a hole in that concrete floor. She did the footman, though. No. She put a hole in it on the second pew. Guarantee you, Mama stomped them heels. She hated the devil. She'd say, I hate you, I hate you, I hate you. She kept stomping. By the time we made it into a parsonage, she knocked a hole in it. Mama get back there in that corner and she say, I want under the spout where the glory's pouring out. That's where I want, church. I want under the spout where joy is flowing. Come on, because it'll push everything else away, joy will. Come on. Whether you know it or not, joy is not only a relationship with God, but it's where you're at in God. It's whether you're a Christian or not. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Well, could we stand? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm going to turn it to pastor, and he can do whatever he wants to do with it. Lord bless y'all. I hope you'll go home and think about what we talked about. Everybody say joy. joy. I need joy. Thank you for listening. If you would like more information about our services and activities, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter with the username FACMC. Again, that's FACMC. Thank you, and have a blessed day.